Hello, children everywhere. We have a very special guest here to introduce and tell us what's on this latest Staggering Stories podcast. We have Tiny Clanger with us. Hello, Tiny Clanger. Please tell us in your own words what we have on tonight's show. Yes, that first part was very interesting, but that second part, wouldn't that be rather messy? Oh, I see, and um, somewhat biologically impossible as well. Oh dear. Especially something that big. Mm. Oh dear. And something involving a tin of industrial strength for figure. Oh dear. And a pair of rubber gloves. And, oh dear, a rabbit-shaped jelly mould. Oh, I see, a clanger-shaped jelly mould. Oh well, enjoy listeners. Good evening and welcome to the show. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I... I didn't think of anything. Oh. (laughs) Okay. He's deflated. I'm just real Keith. Anyway, without further ado, ripping apart the bodice of information to reveal the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Ooh. Okay. Doctor Who split in two. Ooh, Ooh. That could be nasty. It could be. Yes. That's what Time Lord has got to. Ah. The next series of Doctor Who will air in two parts. Ooh. It has been announced. Speaking of the Edinburgh TV Festival on Sunday, Moffat, the vast toffee MN, MN, confirmed that the sixth run of Doctor Who will start in spring 2011 and return in the autumn mm. 2011. Ooh. A statement from the BBC explained... The split transmission is the result of a request from Stephen Moffat to write a new Doctor Who story arc, which involves a big plot twist in the middle mm. of the series. By splitting the series, Moffat plans to give viewers one of the most exciting Doctor Who cliffhangers and plot twists ever. Leave them waiting on the edge of their seats until the autumn to find out what happens. And Stephen Moffat himself went on to say... The split series is hugely exciting because viewers will be treated to two premieres, two finales and even more event episodes. For the kids, it will never be more than a few months. The next Doctor Who is the autumn Christmas. What a bloody stupid idea this is. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, oh, sorry. If, yeah. if, I'm conflicted. If we've got 13 episodes in a season, right? Yeah. This isn't America. This isn't 22 episodes a season where you'd mm. have a decent chunk, gap, yeah. then another de- decent yeah. chunk. This is a few weeks, huge gap, and another few weeks. And I wonder if this means they're going to try and charge us twice for DVDs, two box sets, beginning of the series, second uh, second half mm. of the series. Ridiculous yeah. idea. Don't it, like it. Don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I do question the BBC's logic in this I mean as I say I mean you've got to keep the momentum going in a show especially one as popular as Doctor Who yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so what if there's a big plot twist in the middle great there's a big plot twist mm. in the middle yeah, so let's bring have the next back. episode yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, mm. and not have people sitting there twiddling their thumbs for a yeah, few months forgetting yeah. oh we've got to turn it back on in the autumn yeah, it's, well, it's, it's harking back really to the, the Torchwood Children of Earth yeah which is it five was, it was five yeah. episodes shown over one week blink and you miss it mm-hmm. yeah you know so 
to be seven in the spring and six in the autumn. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah Christmas I'm special, not, we only have 13 episodes as it is. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. So yeah. This, is, this is really cutting the seasons in, in half. It's cutting the episodes Well, Moffat is saying you shouldn't look at it as it being split in two. You yeah. should look at it as two seasons. Richard. Okay. So well, can sure. we have okay. two seasons of yeah, 13 episodes? Yeah. 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 Well, I obviously couldn't do that, could they? The vast um, toffee seems to be a bit of a spin doctor here. You <laughs> shouldn't see it as being cut in half. That's not what's happened. <laughs> yes, it is. Honest. Idiot. <laughs> I know we're being glass half empty people here, but... I do like the idea that it will be on probably in the spring, certainly in the autumn, when it's dark outside. Yeah. The problem is, mm-hmm. yeah. further into the season, it's starting to be light when Doctor's on in the evening, yeah. which is not right. It should be dark. It should, it should be, be cold yeah. and spooky outside <laughs> yeah. Doctor on. Yeah. So that, that is good. I don't know if this is a move to have it shifted permanently to the autumn. Mm, possibly, yeah. Well, yeah, I the suppose... implication from what he's saying so far is it, this is going to be like this from now on, at least until another producer comes along and changes yeah. it. But I don't know. And presumably for 2013, it would then be on the air for November 23rd. Yeah. 50th mm. anniversary. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. You can see what they're doing there. But uh, like I said, if that was the case, shift the whole lot down the end, well, not just... Well, that would then leave you two. with a big 18-month gap. Of, yeah. well, no, well, we, we, we've had a big 18-year mm, yeah. gap, yeah. so I think well, we can... It, yeah. Yeah. can manage uh, I think it's a, it's a ridiculous idea unless you're going to make both um, halves of the season 13 episodes long I just don't think there's enough episodes to do it but what they're saying about them having two big opening and two big closing episodes it may be true you get two lots of publicity so yeah. rather it's sagging in the middle yeah. you have one big opening and then a big closing six seven weeks later yeah. and then you have the BBC publicity again in the autumn to ramp it back up but if they're not extending the episodes and they're not extending the budgets then we're not having a big final we're having a final with the budget slashed twice well they have the same amount of money presumably exactly exactly which they usually saved up for the the big finale right at the end now we're going to have two finales true but i don't know yeah, yeah. i'm talking budget wise here <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't want a big finale yeah. I mean, look at mm. uh, big bang that wasn't a particularly big budget well, episode but it wasn't mm. a particularly bad but that, very that, good that, if that, not that, the that, best that. season closer we've had so far so mm. no not liking this not liking this at all yeah. I did question their wisdom about this. Huh? And also, what does it mean if um, it's coming on in the autumn and you know you're predicting it will be on on November the twenty third? What does that mean for the Christmas DVD releases? Is it going to be out in time for Christmas? That's the question. Yeah. Um, or are they just going to release the first half of the series like at Christmas? Then, yeah. yeah. Well, if they're going to label it series six and seven, then they'd have series six out in time for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But again, but, you're but getting again, a box set with, what, seven episodes in rather yeah. than 13. Yeah. Indeed. And then you have to fork out again for the uh, final six. Yeah. Which was um, a very, how can I put it, sardonical and cryptic uh, method that they use in the States for Supernatural and Heroes. Oh, yeah. yeah Sci-Fi have been doing it for a long yeah, time they, since they they charge, charge, the mid-season charge, break. Yeah. Well, yes. they, they charge full price. Mm-hmm. for half a season mm-hmm. yeah. set. we'll see yeah okay Doctor Who Live Nigel Planer heading up cast Nigel Planer Nigel Planer will play Vorgensen mm-hmm. a character created for the Doctor Who Live tour he's described as an intergalactic showman who is the Doctor's biggest fan <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I'm incredibly excited to be joining Doctor Who live, says Planer. And this role is something of a heavy, heavy boyhood dream come true. My character Vorganson, negative vibe merchant, who has been developed especially for the show by Stephen Moffat, Toffee, MN, is the greatest showman in the galaxy and using his incredible invention, the Minimizer. He can make any Doctor Who character appear on stage as part of his really heavy travelling show dedicated to his anti-fascist hero. This live tour brings all the magic of the TV show together with a host of incredible effects, which is really far out. I hope that I can survive visiting nine cities in October, sharing a stage with 11 really heavy Doctor Who monsters and a really negative vibe uncalled flying Dalek in tow. (laughs) Matt Smith will appear as the Doctor in specially filmed sequences to be shown on a giant screen on stage. Nick Briggs is also on board to replicate his monster voice talents live on stage every night. Providing we don't show him the head of Pertwee. As well as portraying Winston Churchill, who is summoned by Vorganson through the Minimizer. Ooh. Mm. Sounds like it could be quite good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't go for tickets for this. I'm a bit sad we didn't. Yeah, like, oh well. well, we might be able to catch it when it gets in hits Brighton or something. Mm-hmm. No, mm. it's not coming to Brighton. It's no. not coming to Brighton? No. no. It's all sold out anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doctor Who, evacuation Earth and return to Earth for Nintendo gamers. Uh, Developers Asylum Entertainment are returning to Doctor Who after having developed Destiny of the Doctors back in the day which was got to have been what is it 16, 20 years ago now? Early to mid 90s I think. And are creating two new titles in conjunction with Doctor Who production team. Evacuation Earth for the Nintendo DS and Return to Earth for the Wii. Simon Bailey, Managing Director of Asylum Entertainment, comments... Uh, we are incredibly excited to be collaborating with... Um, uh, BBC Worldwide on these two new games, Min. It is our firm... <coughs> ...belief that the franchise has massive potential on the Nintendo DS and Wii formats... And it's an honour to be bringing Doctor Who video games um, uh, to the show's huge fan base. <laughs> my fan base, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, we did comment on this quite a while back, yeah, and then yeah. it wasn't clear if that was a, a false rumour, which was actually yeah. the Doctor Adventure games. Yeah. But apparently, no, it really, they really are. They're, they're, they're doing, the, doing their own thing. thing. Well, yeah. well, I have to wait and see. Um, I'm not sure. I am not... I, I'm, I want to be hopeful, but... Yeah. Destiny of the Doctors... I know it was 20 years ago, and computer mm. computers and consoles have increased by leaps and bounds since then, <laughs> yeah. but um, memory serves, Destiny of the Doctors wasn't really all that, and when it was released, it sank without trace. Yeah. It's because it was rubbish. I think that may have been... Uh, mm. We're being rather negative tonight, but I think that may have been... Uh... I'm in a negative mood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm sleeping yeah. downstairs tonight. I don't care where you sleep. <laughs> That's how negative I am. Oh. <laughs> anyway, moving... <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards, Dirk Gently in TV plot for BBC Four. Ooh, plot? Pilot. Oh, yeah, pilot, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost his eyes. He's plotting. Yes. Yeah. Behind the scenes, you know, rubbing his hands. <laughs> Douglas Adams, SF detective, Dirk Gently. I'm worried Winston Churchill's going to fall on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Douglas Adams' sci-fi detective, Dirk Gently, is finally coming to the screen, initially as a pilot for BBC4. Although the channel's press release doesn't reveal much in the way of info, it does name uh, Misfits creator Howard Overman as the man doing the adaptation duties. Gently was the star of Adams' novel Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, originally published in 1987. His powers of detection were based on the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. He is lazy, untidy, dismissive, an awful boss, and his methods verge on the criminal. The book has already been adapted as a Radio 4 drama series, adapted by Dirk Maggs and broadcast in 2007. That version starred Harry Enfield as the eponymous detective, in a bizarre piece of casting that actually worked really well. He is almost certainly not the TV Dirk, though. Mm. Uh, I never got into the uh, Dirk Gently books. No, no, I've got them, but... Yeah, so I, I enjoyed the Hitchhikers, but the trouble with the Hitchhikers... The ideas, towards the end of the books, the ideas were beginning to run out. Yeah. And I think the first Dick Gently, Dirk Gently book was... Dick Gently. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> was a rewritten shader, basically. Shader, yeah, yeah. So I'm not... I, I don't know. I, I, am, I have no idea what this is like, because, like I said, I've never, never got into these I've heard books. great things about Dirk Gently, but I never really... Mm, never really read it as such. I keep meaning to, but... We'll see you. Odd, it's on BBC4. Mm, yeah. BBC3 or... Yes. Where BBC4's content. It's like the Dead Ringers, what is it, Radio 3. Mm, that's Go. it, yeah. Quiet, isn't it? Mm. BBC Radio 3. I think they Quiet, do a bit of a history. Didn't they do mm. the Quatermass, live Quatermass? I thought that mm. was three. Was that three? I yeah, that, I, mean, I could be mistaken. The thing is, I mean, BBC 4 is uh, predominantly um, fe- you know, fe- features the arts, you know, art mm. programmes as such. Yeah, so, I mean, I find it strange that they'd have a sort of a programme on, you know, like that, piloting on, on, their, on that channel. So. Yeah. I think Are it they... shows they're not sure about it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's got the misfits guy mm-hmm. I, now i've watched the first series of Mythfits, and I, I was i enjoyed that it yeah, kept, so did I. kept dragging me back but we'll have to wait and see mm, yes. i think certainly i'll, I'll watch this space mm, indeed. Mm, very much so sherlock is back in 2011 yeah. the bbc has announced that stephen moffat and mark gattis's sherlock is to return for three more 90 minute episodes uh. in autumn 2011 a press statement from the two writers says We've been overwhelmed by the warmth of response to our new Sherlock Holmes and John Watson and can't wait until take him on in three new adventures next year. Thank you very much. They'll be back in a new puzzle with old friend and new enemies, whether on two or four legs. And we might as well be seeing the cold master of logic and reason unexpectedly falling, but in love, over a precipice, who can tell? Thank you very much. Uh-huh. New anemones. <laughs> yeah. Anemones, yeah. <laughs> So he's going to have a, a four-legged enemy, is he? Mm. Mm. Bad <laughs> horse. Hand of the Baskerville. Oh, mm, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably bad horse, you're right, bad. first time. Yeah, bad horse. Okay, back on the glass half-empty negative side Ooh. of things. Yeah. Why only three episodes? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> it was ridiculously good, yeah. very popular. Why not, you know, it's obviously well, going to be episodes, one... Yeah. yeah, what, nine episodes? <laughs> Eighteen episodes. Eighteen. <laughs> I think so. Maybe this partly plays back into why Doctor Who's split into two. Yeah. To give Muffet fact more time to work on Sherlock no I'm not I'm not happy I'm not happy <laughs> no. just not happy why don't they get someone else in to do it fake Keith is not a heavy no, bunny if he's got too much to do then they need to bring someone else in to do it for him <laughs> yeah we saw what happened with the second episode that wasn't so good second episode of what Sherlock, Sherlock yeah. I liked it didn't really? see any problem with it didn't think it was as strong as one and three you're just picky she's <laughs> <laughs> right you're wrong moving <laughs> swiftly onwards <laughs> Merlin back on TV very shortly ooh about a week after this is broadcast, actually. September. BBC has confirmed that Merlin will begin its third series on September the 11th on a BBC One and BBC HD. Ooh. Mm. The first of 13 new episodes. But it's yet to be confirmed what time. 
It's not going to matter. They're going to change it around a bit. Yeah, I mean, what's yeah, sports on? Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, the synopsis of the first episode suggests that it's um, set a year after the events of the previous season, mm. which I can't remember what happened in the previous season. Yeah, I'm going to have to yeah, go back and watch. And it's also going to be broadcast on Siffy in the US <laughs> at some point in the future. Sorry, it's the, it's, it's the way it's written here in me. I've, I've thought for a moment that says syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Siffy. Itching for more. <laughs> and apparently guest stars will include Warwick Davis. Yeah. Um, short chap. Yes, short chap. Ewok. Ewok. Yes. Ewok. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, short uh, chap. Yes. Short chap. Yeah. Person short of chap. diminutive size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you know, is he a dwarf or uh, So Merlin, or that was beginning to sort of get a little bit annoying towards the end of the second <laughs> series, gets 13 episodes, and yeah. Sherlock, that's just wonderful, gets three Yes. And Doctor Who gets split in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. hate the BBC. Oh, mm. Doctor Who gets split in half. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask, is this instalment going to be the podcast of utter negativity? It seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> no gene either. I no. <laughs> You're gonna I'm s- even going off Matt Smith. <laughs> no, nah, not. He's wonderful. <laughs> was it? Was Merlin 13 episodes before? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, been so 13, they haven't yeah. actually jigged that, but no, no, it does make you wonder what's going to happen next year. Yeah, they'll probably split it in half and you know put something Maybe, else on in between. If it's going to clash with Doctor Who in the autumn, mm, oh blimey, yeah, what are they going to do? See, they haven't thought this through at all. Does that mean curtains for Merlin? Mm. Probably. Well, so there, there was a review in the SFX, I think, magazine, the two hundred SFX, mm. and which I've yet to read at the moment, but it goes into they're doing upping the ante. I think they're going to war but i'm not sure who they're going to war with with but the, the french, french. Lo- lots of battle scenes <laughs> and whatever cheese eating surrender monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear that's the french listeners gone yeah <laughs> we haven't got any french listeners canadian listeners yeah french canadian oh well <laughs> <laughs> any addendums addendums no no, no the news no. has pissed me off oh dear <laughs> Okay, that's it for the news then. Yeah, yep. good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have been watching TV. Ooh. TV? No, no, we haven't actually. No, we haven't. No. Doctor Who's not on TV. No. But over yeah. here in this country, <laughs> yeah, not the <laughs> French, not the French, no. <laughs> or Luxembourg. We we don't actually hate the French. It's just. <laughs> Um, (laughs) You never stand by what you say, do you? Well, I'm not the one who's actually hating the French, it's you lot. I quite actually like garlic bread. (laughs) What the hell's garlic bread got to do with the French? Garlic French and all... They all smell the same. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no! Um, Xenophobic commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? Oh, yes. We've been playing a game, haven't we? Yeah. You yes. can't talk about... Oh, the computer the, the one. The computer game. They, right. they, have, they have released a new episode... They have. ...of the Ooh. Doctor Who computer online game. It's called TARDIS. Yes. Yeah, the Adventures. TARDIS. Yes, mm. the Doctor Who Adventures. And you get to fly the TARDIS at the end. Ooh, yeah. It's dead good. And it only took me eight tries to actually <laughs> actually do it within the 60 seconds required. Four. Actually, I haven't finished. I got fed up with trying to do it within the 60 seconds required and 
when it's salt. It would be fine, but it's so hard to control, isn't it? To mm. move it is. around the constant. Especially because, yeah. yeah, I'm sure that you've got you've got the Doctor, doctor Sprite and you've got yeah. Amy Sprite. Sure not sprite and I'm sure the um, controls are different for them because when I was being the Doctor, he did everything nicely, properly. Yep, yeah. we did it and we got it within the 60 seconds. When I was being the Ginger Bint, <laughs> I mean, she ran down the stairs at one point. You know, I'm trying to get her to go, walk around the console Ginger and she decided bint. to run down the stairs. The lovely um, Amy, I think. <laughs> sorry? The lovely Amy, I think, the phrase you're looking for. No, the Ginger Bint. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, they've sort of programmed in her bintness. <laughs> bintness. That reminds me, we haven't said hello to everyone. Oh, oh, oh no, no. He's looking pretty jovial tonight. Is, he is. is he's he's perking. Yeah. Well, he's just come back from his bank holiday break. He ah, has. Mm. Sure. Could be it. So, hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, have we got little plastic Amy? Uh, she's, she's doing uh, something suspicious with the flake. She is. Oh, oh. She's, she's got a flake. What's she doing? <laughs> she's got a flake somewhere. Uh, that's disgusting. I was going to eat that flake. <laughs> I'm sure old President will. Yeah, I bet he will. Mattered. Just, <laughs> just leave her alone. Oh. Have we said hello to everyone? Yes. I think we have. Well, we haven't said hello to Churchill. Oh. Hello, Hello picture Churchill. of Churchill. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this is getting worse than play school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, let's say hello to Hamble and Jemima and Big Ted. Yep, and Amy and <laughs> <laughs> And voluptuous Amy. <laughs> anyway, right. TARDIS. TARDIS. Through the broken window. Yep. Yeah. So the third adventure game. Th- third adventure mm, game. Yes. This but was the weakest, I think. Uh, yeah. So basically, the, basically yeah. the plot is, what is it? The Non-existent. The, no. the doctor, <laughs> the, the doctor gets sucked out of the TARDIS. Okay, oh, stop like... it, stop it, lucky doctor. And and it's up to Amy to rescue him. That's just the beginning. Oh, yes. Because after that, the TARDIS gets split into two time zones. Oh, yes, time zone and... spring. What is it no. with the Doctor and the TARDIS getting split in two all the time? <laughs> it's the weather. Yeah. And Amy's in one time zone and the Doctor's in the other and they have to, he has to join them together. He has to build a temple discombobulator. He does, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one, um, you have to go and find the drawing room and I was yeah. very disappointed that when you finally do actually leave the console room, you just arrive in the drawing yeah, room. Yeah. You don't get to go and explore. No. no. Yeah. They did kind of imply, or at least I, from reading it the way I did, there was some implication that you'd be able to explore the TARDIS properly. Yeah, because yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. um, at one point you get to choose, do you explore as the Doctor or do you explore as Ginger Bint? <laughs> but all, all you get to do then is press buttons. Yeah. And, yeah. The, the, the exploration you get is of the console itself and the yeah. console room yeah. or the drawing room which is another part mm. and slightly yeah. different you're given a, a lengthy description of where it is you know, down the corridor yeah. Yeah. past the slimy half corridor half a mile to the half left half a mile <laughs> take the third left yeah. half a mile uh, take the lift down to the third floor. Yeah, yeah. typical TARDIS direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, I would have thought seeing the episode was entitled TARDIS, it would have you know, sort of devoted a lot more time to the yeah. interior of it. Yeah. It was entirely inside the TARDIS. He didn't mm, yeah. leave the TARDIS. Well, right. except when he was sucked outside. Right. <laughs> 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 you control him at that point. Though. Even if I was eight, I think I'd have been a bit disappointed yeah. by that. I mm. mean, the, the puzzles are a rehash of the previous games. Oh, and that 
bloody one where you have to move the shiny dot through the maze. Yes. Yeah, the mini games. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> I keep I mean, touching the side. Well, it, it's basically they've got the uh, printed computer circuit, which is virtually from the first game. Mm. Yeah. You've got and, the uh, make the wavelengths match up, yeah, which, which has also second, been used. Which was the second game. Yeah. And then the get the uh, crystal through the maze, which yeah. is the first game again. Yeah, yeah. nothing I, new. That's, so what I'm slightly disappointed is... How can I put it? In the second game, the Blood of the Sidemen. Blood of the Sidemen? Yep. I don't know. Blood of the Sidemen. <laughs> the, there were still the same style of games, but it was different graphics arranged differently, so you'd like you was doing different stuff. Okay, I can't remember, yeah. Okay. You had had the, the coloured globules that you had to... Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 to yeah. Change the colours. Change the, the colours so of that. Spin around. Yeah, and yeah. there was nothing really new for this one. Mm. We'd, we'd, we'd done it before. The mini-game's not, but obviously... We hadn't had a chance to walk around the TARDIS no, before. And we still hadn't. Well, the console room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you could go out any door in the console room, so they'll end up... Back, back the in the console room. room. Mm. Or in the drawing or in the drawing room, room. Yeah. yeah. Depending if you'd unlocked the drawing yeah. room at that point. Yeah. One of the... You know, you pick up the cards. Yes. One yep. of them I couldn't get, because it was underneath a ta- little table that had a, a fact thing on it. You got You can get it, but you've got to gotta be very careful with the mouse. I think I'd yeah. started swearing by then. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. It took me a little while to yeah, pick it up. Drawing room is full of little facts on the Doctor's past. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For the, the little facts from past TV shows and past games. Yeah, one yeah. game at least mm-hmm. mentioned, yeah. And hidden in a safe oh, yes. is a bottle. <laughs> which Not Fenric. All, Not Fenric. <laughs> all Ginger Bint had to do was carry in her hand, but no, that's beyond her, and it falls on the floor and shatters. Releasing... An energy being. Ooh, the entity. Mm. Yes. Yeah, a little glowing ball of orange. Uh, yeah. Sorry, when I thought you said carrying a bottle. Sorry. The thing is, when the Doctor finds this um, <laughs> this smashed bottle, he mutters something about it being triple deadlocked. Why would that matter if it's glass? <laughs> yeah. You can just drop it drop on the floor. Yeah. Smash it, yeah. 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 But at least we got to fly the TARDIS. Yes. That was so cool. It's quite good the way, because we knew from Confidentials they'd, they'd already worked out what all the controls did. Yeah. Like the mm. uh, thruster. And, yeah. yeah. So we actually got to see it ourselves and we got each bit explained. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's quite good. It's quite interesting. I noticed, I didn't do it with the Doctor, but I did it with Amy. Who hadn't. Uh, yes. <laughs> but she went to what in the show has been pointed out as the zigzag plotter. Yeah. You have to pull something that. Something different. Yeah. But it's, Maybe it's only a zigzag plotter you stand in the right place yeah that's yeah. it that's it yes or perhaps it was then but it's changed now yeah mm. well if i remember rightly in the show she had to stand to the left of it and pull it again <laughs> and only, it would only work if you were standing to the left of it ah, there yeah. you go mm. anyway uh, all in all yeah it was a bit of a disappointment very short yes mm. yeah i think it's been a lot shorter the puzzles it, weren't up to much it could be the fact that it was a lot shorter or I didn't die as many times. No, True. I don't think could you could die. die. No. I even <laughs> tried hurling uh, Ginger Bint out, out of the TARDIS and that, you know, you can't. Hmm. No. I did like the idea of those little itchy creatures. The, the temporal chronodon. Yeah, that live in the uh, temporal vortex yeah. and mm-hmm. make itchy. you itch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did something else amusing, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, sort of little worms of light. Yes. Mm. Yes. They made you itch. Yeah. Apparently they were itchy. very itchy. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're damned itchy, apparently. Mm. So crabs. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anything else you'd like to share? That? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Most disappointing of the mm. three. Yeah, yeah, they were getting better, yeah. I thought. And now yeah, the Cyberman one was better than the Dalek one. one. But the quality seems to have dropped for this one. Who knows? This could be the Lodger one, and they're reserving it all for the big finale. Mm. 
What is the last episode? Mm, How many more instalments? Just one more. Just one more instalment. Four four instalments. So we've had Daleks, we've had Cybermen, Mm. we've had some itchy itchy things with entity. Mm. What could the last one be? The master. Done. Nah, it's, it's going to be. I don't think so. It's going to be Candyman. Oh Christ! <laughs> it's going to be Ood. 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 Ood are good now. Yeah, mm. I yeah. know. So there's got to be something else with them. Uh, oh, please not Slitheine. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Fifi from the Happiness Patrol. Oh yeah, probably. Of course, yeah. It's going to be. It's, it's going to be Blinky Angels. I think. I think it'd be Angels. Mm. Could yeah. be. Could be. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. No That's... word when it's going to be out. No. No. I expect a couple of months between now and Christmas. Yeah, well, mm, I think before Christmas be out, would be yeah. the logical sort of choice. I think it will be, be out Christmas be- angels. Mm. I think it will be out before the, um, the Christmas episode. Mm. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah. So it's going to petrify half a dozen kids because mm. the image of an angel becomes <laughs> the angel. So oh the angel, my yes. God. Yeah, angel oh, on the computer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, looking at <laughs> throughout the nation, suddenly computers are thrown through the window. Yep. Kids refusing to shut their eyes <laughs> yeah. or refusing to open. Open their eyes. Yep. <laughs> if you look at the angel, you become the angel. Yeah, well, that'd be good if they could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatize half the young young people of the land. Well, I mean, it will be a <laughs> great marketing campaign for you know. You just uh, send out half a dozen cardboard or plastic angels out in the posts <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> we shall so. see. Yes. 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 So. A little bit down this one, so yeah. not, not as good, not as good. Like I said, it seems to be a negative podcast this it one. It does, it does. Do apologise. More chocolate. Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> enough chocolate. I haven't had any chocolate. Exactly, you see, that's the problem. I've had fizzy stuff. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> right, we've all been watching television, haven't we? No. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. We've all been watching The Deep. No. (laughs) It's not my fault. I was at council meetings the first time it was on and then I couldn't be bothered. (laughs) Cruel and heartless. So episodes three and, and four. four yeah. yeah, five we have yet to see. So we'll be covering mm. that in the next podcast. Where have we left it? On a cliffhanger. Yeah, in the water. yeah. Because if I remember rightly, they were um, dealing with the radiation when we when we left yes. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, about to explode. Big radiation explosion on mm. the Russian. Yes, on the Volos. Yes, yeah, things were about the, to go under the Arctic, mm. 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 which is not mm. a combina- good combination. No. What foom and the Arctic? Yes. Mm. And the, Russians. And, and, the Ru- Russians. and the Russians, of course, yes. yes. Hating Russians too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're against the Russians. Russians. Yeah. <laughs> the Chinese, though. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say, recap what happened. Recap. Yes. Right. <laughs> now they're still stuck beneath the Arctic ice, mm-hmm. and things are definitely hotting up, literally. Mm. Right, we discovered them. down there. <laughs> <laughs> we seals. Mm. So what are they? Penguin. Are they on a ship or something? Submarine. Yes, it's a giant submarine. Don't yes. say it as if I should know. I've already explained that I haven't seen it. Well, I, think, I think the term Russian... submarine, duh. No, I think the term Russian sub and I under the ice. I didn't hear the word uh, uh, sub, sub though, sub, sub, which was why sub. I asked. Because it's a sandwich. 
<laughs> so they're under the ice in a mm-hmm. Russian sandwich. Yeah. BLT. BLT, yes. Okay. <laughs> they discover certain members of the crew on the... As they find out it's called the Volos. Yeah. Are still alive despite a massive radiation leak. Mm. Do we know what Volos means? Um, apparently it's one of... Was it the Croatian god of the underworld or something like that? Uh, hmm. Well named. <laughs> well, I mean, the, it's, it, there does seem to be um, antiquity bent going on because the, the, the you had the the hermes and the orpheus wasn't it orpheus mm-hmm. yes. which was oh, the, the also english, from the underworld english mm-hmm. english subs hermes or, hermes is the god of messengers yeah the messenger messenger of the gods mm-hmm. huh? yes that was the one messenger of the gods yes i got the words the wrong way around had, yes, you had did. wings on his ankles mm-hmm. on his boots well ankle boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We keep having with this program. There are problems, big yeah. major threats, oh, which are resolved yeah. pretty mm-hmm. quickly and easily. Just a series of threats. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It all seems quite contrived they, from they, my point of view. If you were yeah. trapped under the ice, though, you'd really want to solve problems quickly. And well, well, the, 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 the thing, yeah. the thing is, it is suffering a little bit from old Who syndrome. Is they've wobbly su- sets? Well, wobbly <laughs> sets. <Tom> Baker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, apparently Matthew. Waterhouse has got his uh, autobiography coming out. Yes, mm. yes. And basically, he's sort of he's slinging mud left, right, and centre. Yeah. Really? Mm, yes. Oh, cool. Well, you should know. You've got it up there. <laughs> I, I do. I have no chance to read it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, wait, wait, wait. They're, they're the suffering course. from the classic who problems. They've got out of this cliffhanger. Yeah. And they have to get into another cliffhanger. Yeah. And you can you can understand it with who because it was all slightly fantastical and mm-hmm. anything could happen. This one is meant to be in real world. Yeah. Well, slightly in the future. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's still meant to be in real world. They, they get out of the cliffhanger, do their little emotional story piece, and then it's suddenly, oh, God, we've got to get into another cliffhanger. And yeah, they all... Yeah. It, it seems to happen well, in the I mean, last. They do that. They do that in the best minutes. tradition of cliffhanger TV. I mean. <laughs> yeah, but what? Well, so the cliffhangers they find themselves in may have nothing to do with the actual episode you've just, just been through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a kind I of random see. complication. Yeah. Right, so you solve John and Sue's love crisis. Blah 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 blah. Open the door to the engine room, and oh my god, the warp engines have gone critical. <laughs> yeah. Something along in those lines. In a manner of speaking, and yes. then you have to yeah. solve that at the beginning mm-hmm. of the next yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's very soap opera-ish, isn't it? Yeah. Did you oh. know Peggy's no, living? No, no, no. Yeah, and they're no, going to burn no. the Vic down. That's it. Sorry? Okay. Yeah. Not EastEnders podcast. Sorry. Not. You want EastEnders podcast, you go off and do EastEnders podcast. <laughs> Should we go and do EastEnders? No, 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 Suggestion. To be honest, I, I hardly ever watch EastEnders so now. Do I. I keep missing it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Any road up. Yeah. Yes. Back in the sub. So yes, as you were saying, it's going critical. The yes, the uh, yes, the uh, nuclear, the nuclear engines, the, the nuclear vessel, a vessel. Victor, Victor. Why don't we just jump into the Orpheus and go oh, off? I don't because know. half the circuitry in the Orpheus has been fried. Ah, mm. so they've got to. Stay so the what they have to do? Yes. I mean, they've got to go in search of the Hermes, which vanished, you know, sort of mysteriously, yeah. sort of yes. six months ago, and see if they can find the matching circuitry boards that they require for the. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. How are they a, going to a, find it if it vanished mysteriously? Yeah, so that, that's assuming the... Well, they found wreckage from the... Exactly, oh. that means that that's assuming the Hermes, Hermes is still in one piece. Mm-hmm. Which it was. Yes, it was, yeah. yes. 
I mean, it still had a breathable atmosphere inside of it. So. Yeah, no crew, though. No. Mm. Very Mary Celeste. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so basically what happens is, um, well, as the two surviving Russian crew members, they're the ones holding the guns, uh, they don't want to go into the reactor room, basically sort of, you know, sort of commit suicide by inserting tr- control rods into the uh, nuclear pile. So the crew of the uh, of the Orpheus, they, well, basically they have to draw sort of, you know, draw straws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to find out who the unlucky person is. Couldn't he just say at that point that you don't want to play? <laughs> not when you've not when you've got a Kalashnikov pointing at you. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> sort of a more advanced or aggressive form of Russian roulette. Mm. <laughs> so it's down to Samson. I mean he's well, he was the volunteer. Yeah. yeah to be sent into the mm, yeah, at the point of a gun, literally. Well he was the one who took the place of the guy who got the short straw. That's it, this uh, yeah. young Indian. Oh, guy. What a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before they could, I mean that was when they found out they could take the circuitry from the Hermes yeah. and replace the uh, defective circuitry board in the uh, Orpheus's control room. Yeah, so basically he was snatched from the jaws of death and he sort of literally sort of seconds before he was about to sacrifice himself. Oh they T V yes. And we also find out that Clem yeah. Yes, his wife is on board the Volus. So she's not dead at all. No. 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 She did survive well, we just, six yeah. months. Yes. You heard the commentary of there's something big over me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been six months. <laughs> her, her last message from the uh, Hermes. My God, it's full of the stars. stars. <laughs> You have that resigned look on your face. He <laughs> does, doesn't he? <laughs> he does that sucky teeth thing and then just peers. Mm. Oh, peers! I thought you said something else. Uh, no, I do not. Luckily, I have really bad eyesight mm. and I can pretend I can't see him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bugger, I'm meant to be being nice, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yes, anyway, they find out that the Volos is slowly being destroyed by the one thing that can save the entire world. What's these that? things called lava bugs. Mm. Basically, they're sort of microorganisms that survive in the volcanic sludge uh, around mm-hmm. these um, you know, sort of seafloor uh, vents. Sort of vents. Yeah. And they're eating through the ship. Yes. Yep. They digest, what is it, methane or whatever it is, something like yeah. that. And they excrete pure hydrogen, which would solve all the world's energy problems. But the ironic thing is, when they're exposed to the oxygen in the water, they start secreting nitric acid, So, which explains why the volus is slowly being destroyed. Ah, mm. That's a bit of a bugger. Yeah. I was going to say, a field of cows and a good fish tank and we'd have solved the world's problems, but <laughs> the oxygen thing's a problem. Yeah. Mm. So no aliens yet? No. So no. That theory looks like that was Is there meant wrong. to be aliens? Well, well, that's what we it were led implied. to believe. Yeah. It was implied in the first couple of episodes. Well, we just yeah. saw some, something sinister on the seabed. We had yeah. this big flashy thing. Mm. Yes. And do we know what that is yet? That's a, well, a man-made uh, undersea base. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so what they have to do, they have to lower the, um, what do they call the uh, submersible? Oh. Submersible. Um, Casper or Cas- uh, Lurch? Lurch, I think it was, yeah. yeah. Okay. They have to, um, well, basically, they find out basically what is an undersea drilling rig. Yeah. Because they've been drilling down yeah, to extract all these lava bugs from the, uh, from the, uh, from the crust. And uh, the thing was, when they find the base, it's been, well, literally, it's been eaten away by all the nitric acid that the lava bugs mm. have been secreting. Yeah, but obviously, so they still need a sample, so they have to lower the um, yeah, lurch, this one man submersible, down the drilling shaft to extract a sample of these bugs. The only problem is this base is at the bottom of an undersea trench about 8,000 feet further yeah, further down. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, Clem has to be pressurised <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, sort of to another 8,000 feet. Yeah, so they're using some sort of weird breathing mixture to uh, yeah. Yeah, to do that. And so, of course, he's got raging headaches, can hardly see, yeah, mm-hmm. and he's trying to you know, trying to steer a submersible at the same time. This yeah. isn't going to end well. No. No, no, unfortunately it doesn't. Well, this, cliffhanger. this is where oh, the cliffhanger finishes. Yeah. Yeah, he says to me, sort of, they, 
he gets a sample yeah, using the articulated arms on the uh, on the submersible, passes it back up into the moon pool on the uh, on the Hermes, and basically says, "Well, you can't rescue me. Sort of, um, I'll, I'll meet you at the surface." So basically, he detaches himself from the uh, from the cables that load him down into the uh, drilling shaft. And the last thing you see is um, there's a big cracks appearing on the uh, on the Ooh, on the windows on the windows. Yeah, and uh, on the views on the uh, monitors inside the Hermes, they just say transmission terminated. Ooh. Mm. Something's going to rescue him. Yeah, well, clearly this is a way of getting him onto the surface to get involved mm. with the people at the yeah. uh, the Arctic base, mm. which have been completely Yeah, remote. but when you're pressurised to a depth of 10,000 feet, it normally takes, well, even commercial dives, it takes yeah. about sort of, you know, two or three days to depressurise. Even, so. even yeah. if we're set something like 10 minutes into the future, a mm. specific, yeah. non-specific future time, it will take a certain amount of time But this is to TV, and they're going yeah. to ignore mm. that. No, well, they, they've ignored the whole idea of pressure yeah. really because yeah. the entire sub is massively pressurized yes yeah. mm, yeah. well that's but it yeah. no obvious I, I, i've got to, i've got to admit yeah as long as you're pressurized gradually my i mean the way he's going to the surface doing a runaway ascent yeah i mean he's going to be sort of scarlet wallpaper inside the submersible when it gets to the surface yeah Maybe. my my interest for this has been waning i find too, it's yeah it's a chore tuning in now and the, the, well, the ratings have dropped massively. Yeah, and, and nine times out of ten, when I have tuned in, I've missed the first 20, 10, 20 minutes, and I'm desperately trying to catch up. Really? Because, because mm. you know, it hasn't been, got to watch this, got to watch mm. this, got to sit down, got to uh, set the primer, got to catch it. It's, yeah. oh, Christ, I've missed that, that's on. And it's a sign that I am no longer... Gripped. It, yeah, yeah, it doesn't mm. grip me anymore. No, I mean, on the contrary, I mean, I see what you mean, but I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Well, uh, I mean, okay, I mean, ob- obviously, I mean, as I say, it's always set ten minutes into the future or whatever, yeah, yeah. and you do have to suspend a certain amount of you know, sort yes. of belief. Yes. But, I mean, I just find it a very enjoyable adventure series. Right, as you say, I mean, there's a cliffhanger at the end yeah. of every episode, yeah. Yeah, which I do feel sort of brings you back for more. Maybe. It does feel, as say, a bit contrived to me in this... Well, latest problem. He was able to get back into the sub until the last minute when something went. The mechanical failure stopped him getting back into the sub. Well, it wasn't a mechanical failure. The moon pool had flooded. Yeah, well, it's a physical problem. Mm, well, a big physical problem, <laughs> which well, is very convenient for mm-hmm. the plot, isn't it? Frankly, well, yeah. It's another mm-hmm. catastrophe, which is very convenient for the plot. <laughs> so, if in the next episode mm-hmm. they do something ridiculous like let him surface from eight thousand feet with no problems you're mm-hmm. going to get very cross and lose interest in it <laughs> well it's the last episode huh? <laughs> yeah all oh, yeah. right he, he could die he might uh, stumble out on the surface half dead and I stumble mean, out on the surface half dead he'd be bleeding from every <laughs> <laughs> it's the trouble when they include things he knows yeah the oh, i'm sorry that's an a6 oh, valve that wouldn't be on that suit at all i mean what the hell are they playing at yeah. <laughs> well that's it i mean his blood would be fizzing like coca-cola <laughs> But yeah, it's for me the characters haven't haven't gripped me or, or turned out the same way that I initially thought. Initially, I was quite interested, but mm-hmm. my interest—I I can't put my finger on why—but my interest has waned as it has gone on. Mm. I, I'm sorry, I, I, you mm. know, it's it's not their fault. It's not a rubbish show. It's a good. It's an interesting show. But that essential spark that keeps mm. me well, perking I, me no, up. I see what you mean, but I mean, as I say, I mean, I see it as a good underwater adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'm don't knock it, and I don't mean to. I mm-hmm. intend to nastily knock it. I'm this just is a downer pod. Knock it! <laughs> no, 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 no! I shall, I shall fly in the face of convention. Okay. <laughs> Someone's sleeping on the settee tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what they do with the final yeah. episode. Yeah, 
Yes, I mean, all right, obviously, I mean, it's, all, all right, it's the last episode, so everything has got to come together. Yeah. I mean, the mysterious people who are watching um, yeah, Clem's you know, wife's house all the time, sort yeah. of trying to get their hands on her on her work and such. Mm-hmm. On her vitals. Oh, her vitals, yeah. indeed, yeah. yes. And all this stuff with the uh, the listening base. Clearly, yes. that's what Clem is going to get involved in. Oh, yeah. good grief. I mean, yeah, there's, a Russian, there's a Russian spy in, sort of in the uh, listening base as well. So. Seems pretty transparent. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of ends to type in the final episode, so, I mean, yeah, I, should, I should be watching next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I'll watch it, but mm. yep. we'll see. Right, uh, um, now this one, which ironically is a little bit of a, a late delivery. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh How long ago was it? Uh, April, I think. Mm. Yeah, a few it months, when a few Doctor months Who back. Was yeah. on. When, mm. when Doctor yeah. Who was on. Uh, Sky One showed Terry Pratchett's Going Postal. Postal yes. Yeah, Discworld. Discworld book about the post office mm. in Ankh-Morpork. Yes. In Ankh-Morpork. Essentially, it's the story of a reformed con man, Moist von Lipwig. Yep, <laughs> wonderful name. I love that name. <laughs> who is given a choice between death mm. or getting the post office up and running, <laughs> running again to mm. complete with uh, uh, was c- yeah the clack system, the clacks, which is basically the uh, Discworld version of well, Semaphore. I'd say Semaphore Telegraph. telegraph. Mm. internet yeah you can see the similarities between the internet (laughs) because they send photos over the um clacks yeah it's not really internet and you can't sit down terminal and no no it's 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 a simile it's it's it's, it's telegraph yeah telegraph pictures personally i found it good but having read the book oh well (laughs) yeah having read the book (laughs) it i best way i can describe this is what is it two hour Two hour show? Three. Three hour mm, show. Three hours, yes. That's why I can describe it. This is a trailer for the books. Ooh. There's so much missing. That's always going to be the problem. We need yeah. to oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've got to condense it down they into have. a potable version. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, thought it was at times quite slow. Yeah. So if they try to extend it even further, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, there is some very funny pieces with uh, the, the Igors. Mm. The, oh, okay. And the Igors <laughs> weren't in it at all. I mean, no, uh, nor was death, actually. Wasn't nor it? was death. Mm. In the book. Death, death is definitely in the books. Yeah, it's in every book, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a. I think it was a good effort, but... Yeah, this is the third one they've done, this yeah. Sky. Mm, yeah. That's right, yeah. And I think it's probably in a par with the second one. Yeah, yeah. The first one I thought was a bit weak, which yes. was... Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't too taken by the Hogfather, Hogfather but um, yeah. the Colour of Magic, I mean, I did enjoy that. That was very good. Mm. This is the first one they've done without uh, David Jason. Right? Yes. Mm, that's right, yeah. yeah. So I was a bit surprised they, they did that. I thought he had some kind of contractual obligation <laughs> to be in every one. Well, I think he was... Well, Rincewind only appears in so many of the Discworld he novels. He did play Rincewind in... No, he Hogfire, played Albert in the first mm, one. That's right, yeah. yeah. The Death's Assistant. Mm. So I thought they just recast him every time or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's one without him completely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's enjoyable, it's amusing, it has its moments. I mean, I thought it was a very lavish production, actually. Yes, mm. you, you can oh, see yeah. where the money was spent mm, the golems, yeah. for instance. Yeah, the golems, so, yeah. Yeah, they're not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Though a lot of CG replication of <laughs> yeah. They yeah. Had three suits, I think. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, they only had three. Made us look um, like about 12. God, what's her name? The headmistress. Not the headmistress, the... Adora. Adora, Adora that's yes. it. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
I, th- I thought she was very well done. She comes Definitely. over exactly. Yeah. Oh, good grief! Very cold, very forbidden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's all all under wraps. Mm, she's, yeah. she's she comes ac- in the book. She comes across as a very emotional person, mm-hmm. a very feeling person. But it's all held under strict wrap. Mm, it's all yeah. under armour, for want of a better term. Okay. So, so your mm. initial initial idea is that she comes across as a very cold, remote person. Yeah. And also the person who played um, Moist Van Lipwick. Richard Coyle. <laughs> Richard Coyle was very good. Yeah, oh, good he, grief, he, yes. he did Strange yes. a few years back, yeah. and uh, he was in Coupling as well. Yes. A popular character in Coupling. That, yeah. Which left. You didn't have, which wasn't in the book, but I think they come over quite well on the show as his conscience. The flickering movie. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was well done. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Flashbacks to his criminal. Yeah, because um, certainly, certainly in the book, he prides himself that he's not actually killed anyone or hurt anyone. Mm -hmm. But as um, Mr. Pump says, he's contributed to 1.35 of a death of a person. Wasn't it 22 or something? It was quite a Mm -hmm. number, actually. Yeah. (laughs) And some odd fraction. Yeah, it it was a fraction, but it's because (laughs) he's stolen their money or caused their bank or business to go bankrupt. He's put them in a position where they're more easy to die. Yeah, you see flashbacks of somebody committing suicide Mm -hmm. in front of their daughter, which is... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For a comedy, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, subtle use of CGI. I mean, initially Initially, yeah. you got you got yeah. um, a Turin, the world turtle, yeah. which is obviously a very lavish. Use of CGI, yeah. But as you said, it's it's doubling up the figures and uh, creating the clax tails or yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah. The, the painting the backdrop mm. of of where they actually are. So it's, yes, yeah. and uh, yeah, some of the cast. I mean, um, who is it? David Suchet is yeah. um, von yeah. Richter. Richard von Gilt. Richter, yes. yeah, Victor Gilt. Sorry, and uh, oh, who's who played um, the Portreeve? Charles Dance. Charles yeah, Charles Dance. Dance. I, I thought it, he yeah. was yeah. very. Yeah, vet- yeah, veterinary. Yeah. Veterinary, the poultry. Mm. He's uh, again. You get the idea that he knows exactly what everyone's doing, mm. exactly mm. what's going on, and he's the grand chess player, just moving things in right position yeah. to let them solve it themselves. Yeah. Very good character. I don't. Has he been in the previous two? Not. I think Charles Dance. I don't think it was played by Charles Dance, but he was in like Fanta- uh, mm. Yeah, a Color of Magic. Color yeah. of Magic. Thank you. He was in the, the the character was in the Color of Magic, and the character is to some extent like many of uh, Pratchett's characters in all the books. Okay, oh, Jeremy Irons played him in, in The Colour of Magic. Oh, yeah. that's it, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I still maintain that Alan Rickman you know, will make a great veteran. Oh, yes, that, mm. that's Pratchett's own choice, isn't it, of actors mm-hmm. to play. Oh, yeah. Actor, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, yeah. And again, we have another ca- cameo from uh, yes. Pratchett, yeah. Admittedly yeah. right at the end, as, as one yeah. of the uh, uh, time monks. Postman. Yeah, he's a postman. No, no it's, yeah, sorry, it was one of the postmen mm. dropping in the letter down yeah, the hole. Yeah. Yes, and um, he you know, uses his favourite phrase, oh, it's an embuggerance, it really yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, another another cough and a spit from uh, Mr Pratchett. Mm-hmm, that's right, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, doing an Alfred Hitchcock moment. Yes. yes. While he's still around, he's intending to be in everything. <laughs> mm. Everyone, yeah. Well, I can't say I blame him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah. Do, we, do we know what they're planning to do next? I've not heard if they're doing more. I assume they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I hope so, yeah. What they might do. Oh. Guards, guards, maybe? Possibly. Mm-hmm. But that's a good one. That's a good that's a popular one. I would like them to do any of the Tiffany Aching witch witch books or even any of the witch books because mm-hmm. I'd love to okay. see <laughs> I'd love to see es- Esme we- Weatherwax and Nanny Og yeah well I mean how would they animate Grebo as well Grebo a giant CGI the, the cat, cat. Yeah. oh cat okay. <laughs> yes 
<laughs> sort of a, a scar-tissued, one-eared, mm. one-eyed cat. A lecherous cat. Yeah. <laughs> that will eat anything that moves. Yeah, okay. or, or bonk it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it'd be interesting to see what they do. It, hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think I, they're quite popular. Yeah, The, the mm. Witches oh, are yeah. very popular. I, I'm sorry, I mean uh, the Sky the, One adaptation. Yeah, yeah. I think it hits, for, I don't know if we know what the rating size of it, but I know it hits no. quite high in the ratings. Mm. Yeah, I mean, sort of Sky One does seem to have taken on the mantle for doing these productions yeah. anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. And they are lavish productions. You they know, you spend can, a good bit of you money. You can yeah. see where the money goes. Mm. Yeah, good cast, really good cast. Yes, yeah, one, professional, professional cast mm. virtually every time. well-known people. So... We'll have to wait and see. Hmm. I did think Ank Morpok uh, did seem felt a bit different. It felt more Western yeah. than it mm. had done previously. Well, they, I think they filmed it somewhere in Czechoslovakia. Budapest. Mm. Oh, well, Budapest. The, mm. the thing is, Colour of Magic was the first two books. So it was more medieval. Mm. It, was, it was very medieval, while um, uh, Going Postal is one of the later books, and you get the idea that it's sort of a, a cross between a Victorian medieval age. That's what I and thought. At yeah. the moment. It's mm. a, it originally started off very medieval. Yeah, because when it, I saw the city guard, I mean, they're wearing suits, well, yeah, let's say sort of wearing sort of uh, breastplates and helmets yeah. and such, yeah. but then sort of, the, it does clash lightly with the sort of more you know, sort of Victorian sort of things. Yeah, mm. that comes across with the feel of the books. Mm. Originally, it was distinctly medieval. Yeah. It was a Mickey take of Dungeons and Dragons, mm. and now it's sort of more amalgamated the Victorian era. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more, it's more homogenised now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Though with the uh, dwarves and, and, mm, and right. trolls, trolls, vampires, uh, vampires golems, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so I did like that vampires or filming the uh, interviews with that. Yeah, that that is yeah. that is more more that comes across in the books is as I was saying it's the incidental secondary characters because mm. yeah. you have got uh, Otto the vampire, who, okay. who's a photographer. <laughs> who has a massive, large flash box that uses natural daylight. So whenever he takes a photograph that needs a flash, he's reduced to uh, dust. <laughs> and has a little vial of blood, which somebody has to crack to reanimate him. It's a bit of job, I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, only it was the little characters, I think, that I missed more. But simply because there's not enough time for them. No, there isn't. I, I, I acknowledge that, but it, it's, it's frustrating to, to mm. a certain extent. The book is out there. Oh, yeah, well, definitely, mm. yeah, the book's been out for quite some yes, time. Yes, and the DVD has just been released as well. Yes. So. Yeah, I've got the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, again, I would, if you get the chance, watch it. And then after you've watched it, go read the book. Mm. <laughs> but all in all, yeah, I found it very enjoyable. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yep. good stuff. Yep. It is worth a watch. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, we have a quick escape pod discs here from a certain Bob. Oh, yay! Bob. Bob! Hi guys, it's me, Bob, from the Flashing Blade podcast. Hello, Bob, hello. Well, I was listening back to some of your older episodes. I know, mad, but yeah, what can <laughs> you do? And um, I made a startling discovery. Oh. That uh, everybody at the Flashing Blade and Staggering Stories have all done an escape pod discs, mm, except me. Oh, dear. So I decided to rectify this. So Go, um, good. Go for it. Here, if you want them, are my escape pod discs. Well, what I'd take in an escape pod anyway. This is assuming <laughs> that the backpack is transcendental. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and the escape pod comes with all mod cons. Oh, of course. I believe you said that at some point. But the yeah. toilet. Anyway, there's five <laughs> elements to this. TV, movies, games, 
music and books. Okay. So um, I'll be very quick because I don't want to be blown up on the ship uh, <laughs> like Bill Keith. So first of all, TV. These are all complete series. Every series and every episode. Firstly, Legend of the Seeker, Ooh. Doctor Who, of course, yes. um, Farscape, the complete mm-hmm. Babylon 5, mm-hmm. because I think that <laughs> would uh, give a new meaning when I'm floating in my escape pod, <laughs> all alone in the night. Uh, uh, Firefly, of course, Being Human, yeah. Stargate SG-1 and Atlantis, uh-huh. Day of the Triffids, <laughs> Town Called Eureka, yes. Sherlock, yes. Uh, The Goodies, <laughs> and Good. Kingdom Hospital. Movies next. First off, Fifth Element, American Werewolf in London, Dog Soldiers, the Back to the Future trilogy, uh, the Italian Job, both the new and old one, Hellboys 1 and 2, the 1980s Flash Gordon, I know, and a bit of a guilty pleasure. Um, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> oh, I know. It's cool. Anyway, and if I'm stuck out there in my escape pod over the festive period, of course, Love Actually and Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> well, the second one, yes, version, but the first one, no. Right, games, it would be my uh, Xbox 360 games. Um, okay. The Halo series, mm-hmm. the Half-Life Orange Box, which oh, has yeah. all the... Um, Half-Life games so far, including Portal, Portal yeah. <laughs> uh, Bioshock games, and um, the Gears of War games. Um, as for books, I'd take all the works of Kelly Armstrong, Jim Butcher, and Patricia Briggs, and um, the Sword of Truth n- uh, novels by Terry Goodkind. And lastly, and by no means leastly, the music. I'd take the works of ACDC, Good man. <laughs> Queen... Lincoln Park, and of course, Big Finish. As a luxury, I'd take my iPod with me, so I'd have all the uh, podcasts, including you guys. Oh. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, that's what I'd take with me on my skate pod discs. Hopefully, I've not been blown up. So, uh, thanks very much, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Mm, thank you. We would never blow you up, Bob. <laughs> Hmm, interesting choices. Yeah, yeah yes. some good choices. Yeah. Some left of the field choices, but some good choices. Especially yeah. music. <laughs> right, anyway, you lovely people, you've been sending us feedback, haven't you? Yeah, thank Yay! you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, kick proceedings off. We have one here from Reese. Hi, Hello, Reese. He says, "Dear team, I've been having a usual who obsession, <laughs> but the first two things that pop into my head straight away, right at the same time, are Karen Gillan and tweed jackets with leather pads. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's silly. I mean, it's normal and good to think about these two things, but if they appear uh, together, they can get mixed up. Right now, I bet me and El Presidente have the very same very happy looks on our faces." <laughs> Anywho, I've got to do a lot of work on them, but I've got some stories. Oh. I've sent some of them to send to you. I hope you like them. Yes, yes. Yeah. Looks like it could be quite good. Also, I've been having trouble with my old iPod. Ah. I got a new one, and then the computer crashed. No. <laughs> Tell me about it. So now we've got it fixed. Looking back at it all, I think I have an iPod that works, and then I can't charge it. Oh, mm. no. It's Apple, you see. It's a problem. Uh. <laughs> also, having an election is just so, oh, I hate it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm heading for a hung parliament. Oh. We know the feeling. Mm. Yeah. 
but I've also had some cheering up. There is a TV show, uh, Good News Week. It can be very funny, but also very rude and crude. <laughs> about as bad as El Presidente. Oh, but it can have some good moments. I have sent you a link for a video. You'll love bits of it. I hope it works outside Australia. Go to ten and a half minutes into it, and I bet you'll be on the floor. Yeah, it's got a link on it, so if we put that on yeah, the... Yeah, put the uh, link we up on the website. What's the site, in roughly without all the bits? 10.com.au, watch TV episodes online, HTM. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. look out for that in the show notes. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I want to have Doctor Who's section in this email, but I can't. I'm having trouble staying sane at the moment, it's the <laughs> election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only shows a lot of good news week that keeps, yeah, keeps me going. They're like poking fun of politics, really. Mm. Now this is a plea to all you listeners. When you see this, put it up on your site. I'd like to have Who and sci-fi related chats on Facebook anywhere until your podcast comes out. Because if Tony Moore and Abbott wins, I'll, one, have to commit suicide, or <laughs> two, get on a boat. He doesn't like boat people, as he says it. He means immigrants. <laughs> so he could send me somewhere. He really is just wrong. Mm. And I'm saying this as a 15-year-old, and if I can see it, there must be some truth behind it. <laughs> I have a group on Facebook called... If Tony Abbott wins, I'm buying a boat. He can send me somewhere. <laughs> there is a link following. Uh, obviously, we'll put, yep. this, we'll yeah, put this link yeah, up yeah. again. It won't do anything politically, but it'll make me feel better. Nice Politicians don't seem to see the obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry about the rant. I just feel like slapping them all around the heads. I need some help. <laughs> but keep it up, and I'll wait, and I'll wait, and I'll wait till the next episode. From the election and politics, tired, Reese. Thanks, Reese. Thank Thanks, you, Reese. And he's got a new podcast out, too, which we should probably... Uh, oh, we've got a plug there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who the man? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the man? Yeah, yeah. Look on Facebook and Libsyn. Where? Put a link in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, put a link in the show notes. Mm, yes. Right. I have one here from JD. Oh, hi, JD. Hello, JD. Hello, JD. In which he says, Hello, head of El Presidente. <laughs> Hello, head of Gene. Head of Purcell. Fire-breathing heads of Dunn. And assaulted inanimate objects and the head of Pertwee. Okay. <laughs> Well, I need a new part-time job. I unfortunately, from no fault of my own, got my hours cut in half and need more. Damn buggers going back to school. Damn you, shakes fist. Also, if you hear a really loud scream or feel a lot of water, it's probably me swearing to death because we have had an average temperature of 110 for the last two weeks in California. Swearing, swearing to death. Sweating, sweating, to death. sweating to death. Uh, no, sweating to death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> swearing to death. <laughs> well, 110, I'd be swearing to death. Yeah. I'm taking it uh, Fahrenheit. Mm, uh, I'm yeah. assuming so. It doesn't, it doesn't say. Sorry. I have been watching TV also and have a few 30 second 30 second recommendation the first is superman the animated series it's all about well superman but it <laughs> takes place before the justice league and the justice league unlimited series it sets the ground for work for what i call my superman backstory the second is batman the animated series <laughs> i grew up watching this every single day and it's a good one i do seem to have distant memories of trying to i was at work but trying to catch that show as much as possible yeah the old batman mm, animated yeah. original batman yeah, the originals i mean yeah. i remember i remember the originals uh, so, yeah, yeah animated it, superman series it, it started around about 89 the yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Good. the first film anyway yeah. The third is the Justice League, Justice League Unlimited series. It's, well, all our favourite superheroes clammed together. And, well, after watching all of this series, you may you think Amy Pond's attractive, El Presidente. <laughs> well, you'll be drooling over the great female animated characters and their 
buxom shape. <laughs> I do suggest a commentary of on Twilight of the Gods, Secret Origins, and Apocalypse now for Superman TAS and Alive Destroyer, the final series of Justice League. Uh -huh. Well, don't be shy, fake crumbly. You're always welcome. I hope <laughs> fake Keith is there along with Gene and real Keith. Be nice to real Keith. Mm -hmm. Your friend, JD. P.S. Extreme religious people should be exiled to Hawaii, and then we need to nuke it. Ooh. <laughs> Subtle, but okay. Effective, yeah, yeah. Why not? We have one here from Bob. Bob. Hello, Bob. Bob. Have you just heard from you? We did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Written feedback too. Hola, Staggering Story Team and Hola. defeated Immortal. There can be only one. <laughs> the head of Pertwee. Pertwee. Yep. <laughs> Blinking typical. As soon as we figure out who is going to be here on which particular podcast, you change the order on us making us all look like Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> the search for fake Keith continues. <laughs> she has returned, at least in body. <laughs> but hopefully you will all be there now. Nope. Ish. Uh, Ish. No. <laughs> the rule continues. They can't both be in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> Keep you guessing. Apologies to Crumbly. I knew my last letter was too long and my fear was confirmed when you were heard yawning in the outtakes. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've just had a very busy day. I will try to keep this one quick. Sherlock's final episode was brilliant. Yep. It was action-packed and kept you guessing till the end. When Watson stepped out from the swimming pool cubicle, I was doing my best surprise 10th Doctor impersonation. What? 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 <laughs> However, I predict that Gay Jim won't be the real Moriarty, but merely another pawn being controlled. Oh. Mm. Looking forward to seeing more Sherlock, whenever that may be. Well, in the autumn. Yep. After seeing all but the last episode of The Deep... I can say it seems to be going in a different direction to the abyss despite earlier similarities. It is not something I would usually watch, but it's done enough to make me want to see how it pans out. Mm, yes. I only have one real complaint. The Russians as bad guys? <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought that Cold War ended years ago. Mm, not for some. <laughs> Personally, I was only five, but you guys are old enough to remember it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it seems just like it is resorting to stereotypes. I have to agree with you about Maddie, though. She seems to be only there to panic and say, what's that, a lot. <laughs> I think that for such an exhibition, they would have hired someone who had done a deep sea dive before. Yeah. And then die in the end of the first episode. <laughs> and lastly, fear that El Presidente's inanimate harem may grow as... <laughs> <laughs> you fear it? You're not here recording it. Once more, as Heresy Miniatures have released a companion to the nerd lord called Emily Lake. Anyway, moustache, viva el presidente, fear not the Daily Mail. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to do that. Mm. Odd to be with you, Bob. Mm, thank, thank you, Bob. Bob. Yes. yes. The recorded voice at the observatory in Sherlock is none other than the fifth doctor himself, Pete Davison. Oh. His round, open, bland face. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't. I, I did didn't that. Didn't mention it, obviously. Mm. Which, recognise it. Right, we've heard from Naya. Hello, Naya! She says, greeting staggering stories team and assorted mascots or possibly El Presidente's sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes 83 and 84 have been particular favourites because you've been hitting two of my current fandoms, Doctor Who and the new Sherlock Holmes. As a fan of many Holmesian adaptations, I'm over mm. the moon about the new show. I've been seeing news that it's been picked up as a series and I hope that's true. No. Kind of. <laughs> sort of, yeah. yeah it's... 
I also sincerely hope that this show, plus the Robert Downey Jr. movie, finally put a stake through the heart of witless Watson characterisation. <laughs> yes. yeah. It doesn't make Holmes look any smarter to make Watson subnormal. It's <laughs> <laughs> a betrayal of the solid, sensible soldier of the books. Ah, uh, definitely. I enjoyed your description of the proms. Bits and pieces have made it to YouTube, mm. Mm. but yep. that's never the same as hearing about the whole thing from someone who was there. I hear in 84 that someone has explained Westboro Baptist Church to you. (laughs) What I'll add is that it's not that they're really that fundamentalist. Several members have done things that they say God hates, like get divorced. (laughs) It's that the church was founded by a bully and an ex-lawyer who has combined (laughs) his two favourite things, upsetting people and suing them. (laughs) He and his family, masquerading as a church, protest funerals, schools and other places of worship (laughs) in the hope of upsetting someone into taking taking a swing and then they sue that person for mega bucks for assault right. plus churches don't pay taxes here so wherever whatever money the family gets they can keep yeah what a nice bunch they yeah. are well, it's only a stone's throw from burning books and records and such yeah. yeah they had no idea that taking on fandom meant taking on a culture that thrives on flame wars <laughs> yeah. and rewards stylish set downs and whose members outright look for reasons to stand around in public wearing costumes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. see you all again in two weeks Looking forward to number 85, Naya. Thank you, Naya. That sounds a bit sinister, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cultish. My favourite picture is um, some daft, silly woman standing there covered in signs saying, God hates this, God hates that. Yeah. And a lad standing next to her with a sign just saying, God hates signs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's all, you know, it's all a big notice saying do not throw stones at this notice huh? yeah. <laughs> uh, right we have one here from Benjamin Elliot ah, oh, hello hello Benji this new uh, Mr Dyke is up right now is it oh, oh, Bank. there you go there you staggering go. stories greetings staggering stories team hello no, no that's what we want Pure and simple. It covers everything. Nah, that's boring. <laughs> well, I, I definitely won't read the next letter then. <laughs> By my reckoning, you're taping this at the end of a, the UK holiday weekend. Correct. Yep. Yes. 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 Well done. He yep. knows his time. We are too does. predictable. <laughs> and this episode will be out in the middle of a holiday weekend in the US and Canada. Oh, we'll take your word for that. So, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, well, I am sorry. <laughs> no, the NF one of the outtakes. <laughs> now, fake teeth yawning. <laughs> sorry. I got a note from the two halves of next year's Doctor Who series. Ah. Series 2011A and series 2011B want us fans to know that they still love us. Oh. They have simply drifted apart. Ah. <laughs> they have simply drifted apart themselves and don't feel the need to stay together in a loveless union. This is not an issue about us, it's an issue about them. They also promise that when they start dating other TV shows, they will wait until it's serious till they bring anyone home to us. That said, I'm fairly certain that series 2011B is dating Merlin series 4. Yeah, I think you could be right. Someone's mm, yes. wandered off down Insanity Boulevard here. <laughs> this is just what doc- the Weeking Doctor Who need. Two batch of episodes to follow in a year instead of one. Yeah. And he's put lots of smiley... F- he's got a smiley face, an unhappy face, and a face with a question mark beneath it. <laughs> okay. Mm. okay. 
As El Presidente knows, certain writing plans are afoot. He does not quite know the scope yet. Oh. And if I'm in Russell T. Davis' role, I'm going to let the Stephen Moffat character be surprised on a few points. All I can say for now is, Mr. Dalek's girlfriend is not the cause of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! Benjamin Elliot. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we have uh, two potential writers vying for Mr. Dalek. Ah, <laughs> I say, put them in a pit or put them mm. in a room, put a knife in the centre and let them fight <laughs> it out. <laughs> it should be good. But yeah, is this actually, we didn't mention it earlier, but does this may, mean we're now going to have a Series 6B? <laughs> yeah. It's mm, just stupid. Nice, yeah. <laughs> the old yeah. uh, theory about the yes, missing the second doctor. Second doctor. We might really have a 6B. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Heard from Michael, not the tin dog. Hello, oh, Michael, not the tin not dog. The tin dog. He says hello to the staggering stories team featuring Gene or Fake Keith and Adam's <laughs> extremely immor- immoral collection of Karen Gillan likenesses. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a request that real Keith is? I thought I said executed. (laughs) (laughs) Is given some enunciation lessons (laughs) as he mangled my last letter. Thank you. Just kidding. Be nice to real Keith. (laughs) I've seen the last episode of Sherlock and it was awesome. The Irish guy was great as Moriarty and I loved that he had been seen earlier in the episode. Another thing I recently enjoyed was Staggering Stories number 84. Well done. Thank you. I've just downloaded the Rose commentary so I shall listen to it now. See you in another week, Michael, not the tin dog. Good luck. Thank you, Michael, not the tin dog. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. (laughs) Good luck. That yes, next commentary should be a Babylon Five game. Then there'll be end of the world. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, a little final. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Boom. Twenty (laughs) twelve. We have one here from Patrick. Hello, Hello, Patrick. Patrick. Dear El Presidente, the crumbly one, (laughs) the riddler, (laughs) fake fake Keith. Fake real Keith, the head of Pertwee and the evergreen menagerie of Amy's. <laughs> You're getting a reputation. I think I am. <laughs> well, what a week it's been for Doctor Who. The new adventure game, two new console games, and all this nonsense about splitting the series. Mm. I actually brought this one to the attention of the DWO forums, and not one minute later the internet went into a meltdown. Oh. You may have read that Stephen Moffat said to The Guardian that... The wrong expression would be to say we are splitting it in two... We are making it two separate series. No, you're not! (laughs) (laughs) So is it going to be series six and series seven being shown next year? No, but again, it's going to be the same budget spread over two people. It's not going to be 13 episode budget for five episodes. Nothing I forgot to mention earlier when we spoke about it is my fear that sometime in the future BBC will take this as... A way of reducing it yeah, down to yeah. six or seven episodes. Mm. Yep. Like they did when they fought back to 25 minutes after 45 minutes. Yeah. They drastically cut the amount of Doctor Who. Yeah, they cut it down to, uh, instead of, what is it, 22 episodes, they cut it down to 14. It, yeah, it went to 14 for 45 minute format. Yeah. And stayed at 14 when Five, it went back yeah. to 25. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Patrick continues. Since we know of the vast Toffee MN's notoriety with labelling seasons, does this mean that we get Series 6 and Series 7 next year? Mm. Well, whatever happens, it'll certainly be interesting. That's all for now. Till next time, Patrick. Mm, thank, thank you, Patrick. You Patrick. Mm. Right, I've got one enormous letter here. Oh. oh. From Jin. Oh, from the Ministry. Jin from, from the Ministry. Yes. Hang on, I've got to limble up my throat here. Dare you enter the caves of Wynne Moseley? Perhaps it might be better to move along to the plug. 
Um, uh, or then again, maybe not. Jean, mm, can you help me out here? Chin Chin. There she got. Thanks, Chin. Thank you. Chin. This is your promo you so kindly sent to us for that 1963 show, which is uh, Win Chin and Lee, who isn't a regular correspondent, sadly. Um, Win Chin and Lee. Win Chin and Lee. So Win Chin and Lee. Quick promo. It sounds like a yeah, Chinese restaurant. Yeah. yeah. That's 1963 show. are you doing in my toilet? What? Oh, oh, yes, sorry. Welcome to that 1963 show. So, what are we doing here? Well, each episode we'll be picking a year at random from 1963 to the present, and we'll be looking at movies, music, comics, and general pop culture from that year. What have we called it, that 1963 show? Well, we're big fans of Doctor Who, which started in... 2005. 1963. <laughs> so we'll also be picking a story from that year and have a quick matter about it. I'm Wynne, and with me are Lee. Hi there. And Craig. In here. Lee is our resident intellectual, comics guru, and all-round muso. Craig is our technical expert and Doctor Who guru. And I'm, well, basically ballast. <laughs> okay, now we're cooking with charcoal. Let's get going. This is too easy. They're running like slime pit from a spiel box. Just open the doors, Doctor Foreman. Hey, Doctor Who. <laughs> I think they're going to be monthly at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's the only time they can break out the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good right. Like Murdoch. Eh? Yeah, mm, yes. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Each episode, we can have Win breaking out. Mm-hmm. In what? <laughs> exactly. Mm. I'm not saying he's breaking out off where out, and I think he's got the holes in his trousers sewn up <laughs> since then. <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> I think that's it for feedback. Oh, ah, okay. 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 Mm. How do they contact us? Well, it should be by email show at staggering stories dot net. Woo-hoo. Also Woo. on Facebook, of course. And oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forum yes. and yeah, blog yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. I've got mm-hmm. a Twitter feed. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there, we tweet out there. Well, I personally don't tweet because I'm human and I'm not a bird. Disappointed you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, oh. But never fear. In the Smith next... is here. <laughs> oh. in, in the next episode, there'll be more of the same, more fun, frivolity, and jollity, <laughs> more news and reviews, more who old and new. Less negativity. <laughs> Hopefully less, less negativity. negativity. Yeah. We've got to cleanse our aura, that's mm. what it is. Right. So, until... <laughs> Sorry. So until that cosmic orgasm comes raining down, <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Stanley Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 85, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fate Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here, those are speaker, and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is now presented production at www.staggerystories.net.
It's a slight whimper. Right, are we all set? <laughs> yes, thank you. I am raring to go. Yes. I saw him visibly wilt again. I see that all the time. <laughs> and I point and laugh. Yeah, often. It's not how big it is, it's what you do with it. That's what counts. What are you talking about? <laughs> a bad, a bad workman always blames his tools. I think we're on a different wavelength here. <laughs> I was talking about egos. What were you talking about? Oh, right. <laughs> you were talking about willies. No. <laughs> he's, he's still got that picture of Amy Pond in his mind. Nonny's. Yeah. Licking suggestively, you know. It's a nice cream cone. Hey, nonny, nonny. Mm. Mm. Any more? Yeah, um, I could piss off the Americans if you want. No, no, no. I'll no, no, for no, everyone. Kind of like, kind of like, we love you, Naya. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Naya. Hi, Naya. <laughs> the Belgians. Oh, well, Belgians deserve everything they get. <laughs> Holy Belgium, man. The Welsh. <laughs> Crumbly. Who would want Micronesians. Micronesians. <laughs> yeah, Micronesians. Yeah. Luxembourg. I've actually been to Luxembourg and it was quite pleasant. Right. So the Vatican. That mm. was nice as well. Got children there don't they sorry <laughs> well, well that's the vatican out <laughs> right okay that's that good. i thought we were talking about catholic priests i think we were, mm. yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a cup of tea dear oh bring me another boy this one's split <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting oh. i'm telling you real crumbly all right no well, fake, fake crumbly, crumbly. <laughs> that was real crumbly yeah <laughs> he likes to think he is we need jean to do hers We'll have to strap her down Good. and apply the, apply the electrodes. <laughs> I got a note from the two halves of next year's Doctor Who series, ah. series 2011A and series 2011B. Yeah. What us fans want to know, that they will still love us. What? What? Sorry. Hmm? Uh, I got a note from the two halves of next year's Doctor Who series, series A and series B. What us fans uh, fans to know, they still love us. Right? Let's have a look. Sense. Let's have a look. What's <laughs> <laughs> he trying? What's he mean? Well, see, there's a full stop there. <laughs> <laughs> what he meant to say was, I got a note from two halves of next year's Doctor Who series, full stop. Series 2011A and series 2011B want us fans to know that they still love us. Uh. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> My excuse is it's late. I do apologise. What they want us to... Uh, Don't uh, read no, no, it no. again. I got a note from the two halves oh, of next he's... year's Doctor Who series. Series 2011A and series 2011B want us fans to know that they still love us. Oh. They have simply drifted apart. <laughs> uh, okay. Jesus. Ah. <laughs> Crikey, Moses. Sorry. Holy moly. 